0: Hey everybody, C Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like taking a test. You're not even sure why you're doing it, but you're going to do your best. Today on the show, we are talking about fulfillment in your work. Um, this is sort of this is basically an episode that I recorded for my other podcast called Brand Blaster. Um, things are slowly converging again. So everything will probably just end up here on dopamine, to be honest. But um, that's why some of the wording on the show might be a little bit confusing to the dopamine audience. But the idea here is that Like through the creation of my Brand Blaster course, I've been coming to some realizations in the way that I've started to promote it and in the way that I'm talking about certain things. Like, what I essentially want to get away from and what feels really gross for me is starting to tell people what to do, right? I don't like providing should statements for people. I like making people curious. I want to get people to think about how things resonate for them and doing that through sharing my own personal story. And sometimes I lose my way. I am not ashamed of that. Sometimes that happens, but usually the way that I can tell that is like the internet starts to feel really gross to me. The way that I'm having the, the pressure that I'm feeling to create content, quote unquote, starts to mount. Like I start to feel like I have to do something. I have to be something. I have to appeal to an audience. I have to do Like I'm saying all of these should statements to myself, which in turn comes out in some of my content which means I'm probably going to be reviewing some of my course to make sure that I'm not doing that. Right. But, um, I like to ask people questions. I like to throw in humor. I like to, to share my brand and whatnot. So I talk about sort of brand versus, um, selling. And then I talk a little bit about, um, the idea of, you know, uh, uh, creating versus advertising, which is another episode that I did on that other show. So if you want to sign up for that show, go to anchor.fm slash because that's more of a marketing specific show. And this one is a little bit more um, about the mindset stuff, but this is where like there's been some crossover. So I think it's important to share this episode on both anyway. So um, without further ado, let's hit the dopamine button and do the dopamine thing and have ourselves a dopamine time. Let's go. Drums, please. <laughs> so hi welcome to the show uh uh, i just had this feeling this morning that i wanted to kind of wake up and express something that um kind of helps tie together the the purpose of both this podcast and sort of my personal mission as it were, because I feel like, I feel like for me, I'm starting to get a little bit muddied in my mission. And I think that's being, um, I think that is because I personally have been struggling financially and that sort of puts you or puts me into a desperation space, right? And when I get into a desperation space, I kind of fall back on old habits and old habits for me is you know, being a little bit too salesy, right, and being a little bit too direct in what my in what I need, as opposed to focusing on what I want to deliver, right? And there's a very distinct difference, and I think that's a I think that's an important point to point out because a lot of us are are doing the same thing, where you get onto the internet and you are, or rather, shouldn't say you get onto the internet. People have just been on the internet for forever at this point, but. We we get to a place where we have a product to sell, and we haven't really thought about how to market online, and we just start to post links to everything. We're just like, we have this thing, please buy it, right? And we just have no no trust factor. Like there's no reason for someone to buy from us, but we feel like like we treat the internet like the classifieds, or like that we become instantly become an advertiser right we start to look at okay throughout my entire life i have been exposed to the internet in a or or i've been exposed to products via commercials so if i have a product i should sell like i'm a commercial and just put out a link to it right But really the part that we don't listen to or see is the psychological effect of brand. And um, last week's episode was all about, you know, that difference between, you know, being an advertiser versus a creative, right? And essentially that difference between being a showmaker and a commercial runner, like an advertiser versus a director or a show creator, you know, so um you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be quote unquote entertaining or you have to be an entertainer but the idea here is that you have to provide some sort of intrigue or value to someone in order for them to be even interested in buying your product and uh, I, I should probably rein it in a little bit more specifically towards like thinking about pepsi or something as a brand right pepsi eventually puts out a commercial that gets people's interest but it's usually over time that they've developed a sense of trust with their client base because it's, uh, people find that it tastes good, they enjoy the visual brand, they they like the way it looks, they like the way it tastes, and they start to see some commercials that they like. You know, people think of like think of the Geico commercials too like we used to think about like the Geico caveman and then there's the frog, the, not the frog, the, um, the gecko, the Geico gecko. And, um, and, and typically over time, Geico has become more abstractly associated with being a, a funny brand. They're trusting in the fact that they're humorous. And even though you might not have Geico as your insurer, You'll, be, you'll likely think of them as one of the first brands that you'll go to when you need something of that type of thing, right? And you'll do that because you'll recognize the commercial, you'll recognize the brand, and the brand being that sense of humor, that, um, that projection of, of the vibe that they want to give off, which is usually humor, right? And, and that is brand. That Whatever connects people to trust, that is brand. And like, when I talk about it on my brand blaster course, it is all about connecting that notion of you as a personality, as a person, what is it about you that develops trust within your friends, within your family, and with anyone that you've ever sold anything to in your life, in your life, right? In your life. I almost said that. (laughs) Um, Like, what is it about you that develops that trust with someone? What is it about the work that you do that develops the trust in someone, right? Do you provide consistent humor with like your illustrations? Are you providing a sense of comfort with the food that you make? Are you providing a sense of comfort with the message that you have? Like, are you providing a sense of um, empathy with the messaging on your buttons or pins or ornaments or prints? Uh, Are you making someone feel better about themselves through your story by having a podcast about mental health like mine, um, which is called dopamine. And are you letting people hear your voice? Are you sharing bits of your story when relevant to establish that sense of trust? I think I've been thinking about that a lot with like the multiple podcasts that I have and the way that I've been putting content out into the world. Like when I start to think about how exhausting content is, it's typically in relation to the fact that I'm trying to sell too much, right? I'm not putting enough out there that feels naturally me. And I've noticed Um, You know, Molly has been doing the same thing with her Instagram account. Like she recently just changed her Instagram account from a personal uh, business account back to a personal account because she thinks she was losing that vibe or that message. Right. And I think she's instinctively on to what it is that I'm talking about here is this idea that like if you're treating yourself too much like a business or too much like a traditional business, that you're distancing yourself from your audience sometimes right and it doesn't mean you shouldn't have a brand in terms of like you know that isn't yourself right like you don't have to have your brand to be literally your name and your face etc but if you are distancing yourself from uh, your audience in the way that a corporation might or like an old an old corporation might sorry i got the burpees like uh, an old corporation that isn't, that um, doesn't have a good marketing company, that isn't connecting with its audience, that is very selfish and greedy, and you know, basically a Disney villain. You know, then you're just not going to start doing very well in business. <laughs> it's just not. That's not going to work out, right? And you know, I'm talking to you about this, but in a lot of ways, I'm talking to myself because, again, I've I've been in this place where I'm trying to. I'm trying to focus on one product, right? Trying to focus on Brand Blaster on every avenue that I have. But in that same effort, I've gone back to the well of being a little bit too direct with asking for people to sign up for it, right? Instead of providing humor on Twitter or sharing bits of my life on Instagram or talking and asking questions on Facebook and doing all the things that actually get people to like me (laughs) and um, and just people to just asking people to buy something to make me feel better as opposed to providing some sense of value to them. And I've had to remind myself of that as I'm creating this brand blaster course, because uh, I find myself like kind of rushing to the end to just get it done. And if I'm doing that, I think I'm skipping some things, which is why like, I'm, I'm trying to like rethink also the purpose of it. I think generally the purpose of it is a qualifier because all of this information that I'm putting on the course is stuff that I am eventually or have at some point put out there for free, right? I'm not interested in paywalling knowledge. Like a lot of this stuff is like what you can do to, to actually, you know, you can search for it on the internet, on Google and stuff like that. You don't have to pay for it. But the reason I'm asking someone to pay for it is because I want them to trust Like I, I I want, I want a show of commitment. Right. And I think that is the interesting part for me because it's, it's, it's sort of like a bridge between, you know, someone who just consumes my free content and wants me to dedicate my time and energy for free to them versus someone who wants to pay me for one-on-one, you know, consultations. Right. I don't want just anyone to be able to make it through that um, because I, 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 as much as I want to give stuff out there for free, I'm not willing to give my time for free, right? That's the difference. So I'm still trying to, to strengthen my resolve and my mission as I'm going through this, which is really interesting also. And I think you should be considering that if you're like a life coach or if you're charging for stuff to make sure that like, because you're creating a course or because you're creating something that is going to educate someone that you shouldn't be withholding that information in other places. Right. Literally, like, I don't mean literally post the same video on YouTube or something that you have in your course, um, which I do that for preview purposes. But if you were to post every single video that's on your course, then like someone could just go through it and and it's just not the same thing. Right. But if you, you can repackage things and you can really just re reiterate the same thing in, you know, free content throughout different social platforms and be able to build brand and build uh, trust that way. And then, you know, for them to go through the process, like it, it kind of goes one way or the other to me, right? Like if someone comes to me and they say, look, look, I've seen all of your, your, I've seen a bunch of your videos. I love your podcast. I want to work with you one-on-one. How does that happen? Then we talk numbers and whatever. And if we talk numbers, then I give them free access to the course, right? Because if they want to work with me, then you know they've already qualified to also earn the course, right? But if someone uh, buys the course, they get a free uh, session with me and that kind of gives them a preview of how to work with me one-on-one. And I, the end goal for me is for to work with people one-on-one because I, I like doing that. I'm not really great at like pandering to an audience. I don't really like, I don't like writing emails. I don't like doing, um, you know, big picture like pandering to people, right? I'm not trying to get anyone to like me. I'm just trying to get one person to like me so that we can work together and they can pay me to do this and I can help them. Right. And I'm totally okay. If what I'm saying on this podcast is helpful enough to you so that you can move forward and do your own thing, uh, separately, right? Like you don't have to You don't have to work with me to like me or to buy my product. You don't have to buy someone's product to appreciate their brand, right? And I think that's an important part. Like, you can't treat your business like you would a toxic relationship with a personal friend. You know, you can't treat your business as if like, well, they don't call me back, so F them, right? Like, no, you can't do that. You have to give, 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 right. If you're a friend to someone, you're just a friend to them, regardless of what they do for you. And if you're going to be treating your, you have to treat your audience the same way, essentially, like you have to look at them as someone you just kind of give to and differently. And when you, when it comes time for them to need something from you, you're just there, right? Uh, Like. Yeah. I I like that example basically of like not treating your audience like a toxic friend and not saying like, oh, why am I not getting this reciprocity for all this stuff that I'm doing? Well, why are you doing it? (laughs) You know Um, if you're only doing it for the feedback, then it's just, it's not going to go well. It's the same thing with like doing something because you want more followers or you want more likes. Like there's just there's no actual human satisfaction in there. That is all synthetic satisfaction. And what I've been thinking about a lot lately is how to get true honest human fulfillment because I think in a lot of ways we've had to go to one extreme with the internet and all of this um, this this sort of faux interconnectivity and now we have to get to a place where we can bridge the gap a little bit more. Plenty of people are doing it effectively. Um, but I think plenty of people are still struggling with this notion that like, there are people on the other side, there are people that you're talking to in person. You know, if you are um, you know, if you, if you're trying to just post your links everywhere, or you go to, you go around to Facebook groups and you post like this diatribe and then you put your link at the end of it or something, it's no different than that annoying guy at the mall who's at the kiosk who is asking you to smell his hand. All right. <laughs> like there's no difference there. It's the same thing in a different package. They're being intrusive, you're being intrusive, and it's just, it's too much. Right. So the point is that there is a subtle difference between providing value and then you have, you're almost earning the right to ask versus just putting it out there and expecting someone to buy from you because it's because you believe it's good enough. And that's not enough. It's not enough for you to believe that you are good enough or the product is good enough. You should totally have self-esteem. You should totally believe in your product, but that is for you to believe in. And if you believe in it and you put all the information out there, then eventually it will sell. But, um, there's, there's no guarantee either. Like it's, another way to put it is like detaching your own personal, um, your, your self worth from the sale of the product, right? Like if you are putting yourself out there, you're putting a product out there and you love it and you put some work into it and no one buys it, it doesn't mean you didn't do it. You still did it. You still put it together. You still made this thing that you believe in. And it's another piece of the puzzle. Like I've created, I've created two music albums that no one's bought but I still love them. I listen to them all the time because I made them for me. That's probably the greatest example for me personally of something that I made for myself that I absolutely am in love with. And I don't even care if no one buys it. (laughs) Like that's kind of the difference. Right. Um, And it's tricky because again, like we get into this place of like, we feel this pressure if something doesn't sell. Right. But if we're feeling this pressure that something doesn't sell, then I don't like go Uber or something, go do something that's going to satisfy the money part of it so that when you're creating something that you love and you can keep creating something that you love and putting it out there and building a brand about it around it, which is essentially yourself, you can let go of the pandering or the the forceful asking or being too aggressive or being salesy, you can let go of that because that pressure, that external pressure of not having enough money is not there. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like I have, um, I'm, I'm waiting for the background check to go through for Uber, but like I've realized that the financial pressure is both making me rush this project a little too much. It's making me be a little bit forceful in terms of asking people to buy things or sign up for things. I'm not necessarily being the most tactful. Um, I'm putting direct links to the sale page as opposed to having someone go through my funnel, right? Um, Which is not smart, right? And and it's just basically clouding my judgment. This stress of having to go through this 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 sort of roundabout feeling of of um of of understanding that that I that I want to feel good. I want to feel good about what I'm doing. And um I'm I, I was ignoring that the stress is making me not think clearly about what it is that I want to put out there. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Because 54% of Black Americans don't have enough savings to retire. So in collaboration with big name artists like Wyclef Jean, TIAA released Paper Right. New music inspiring a new financial future. With 100% of streaming sales going to a nonprofit that teaches students how to invest. Stream Paper Right now and help close the gap. If you want to stay up to date with the messiest drama on the internet, or what about those crazy viral challenges, then be sure to tune in to TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Steph. And each week we're either breaking down the spicy viral stories, or we're hanging out with the most popular influencers around. Tana Mojo is in the building. I don't even know if they're hating, they're probably just telling the truth, but we love the haters too. Sophia Franklin. Yeah, I mean, we can talk, but, like, let's be real with each other, you know? Bryce Hall is here, y'all. Make some noise, people. I'm I'm single, by the way. Right. So if you like viral drama, influencer culture, and just overall hot messness, check out new episodes of TMZ Verified every Thursday right here on Spotify. And what I want to put out there is genuinely helpful information, not just something that is useless, but realizing that the brand aspect of what I'm putting out there that's really interesting is me. I'm what's interesting. That's why someone would buy it, right? Someone would buy this course because they like me. I'm the brand. I am. I am the face of brand blaster. I am the face of dopamine. I am the face of super Myers breaks, right? I am the face of all these things. And people like that because they like me and they, they, they like me, and it's attached to their own personal goals as well me me it's me attached to the idea that like someone's interested in myers briggs or me attached to the idea that someone is needing help with mental illness, or me attached to the idea that someone is needing help with brand and um i'm I'm posting this on brand blaster, but I think I'm gonna post this on dopamine as well because it's like. I was going to put it, I was going to do an episode about like, I'm tired of the internet (laughs) and it's, it's kind of the same thing I'm basically talking about here that I've been really exhausted by the notion of, of, of creating content, like creating content feels cold and pandering to me. And I don't like that, right? I want to keep creating things that are really interesting to me and in turn will become interesting to my audience or attract the right audience rather because it's fun and I put it out there and it naturally connects with who I am as a person. And, and that's, that's because I'm a personal brand. It's gotta be, it'll be slightly different if you're a corporation or if you've got like a, a, a small business that has a tone. Right. But if you're someone that is like me, that is a personal brand and um, I'm not naturally adept at like people, energy and rounding people up in terms of people management and emotional uh, considerations and stuff like that. Right? Like I'm cheeky. I make a lot of jokes. I make a lot of, um, almost British type humor. I use a lot of sarcasm. I like sharing nerdy things. I like talking about brand on Twitter and sharing the things that I know and the things that I learn. And I feel like whenever I'm trying to tell someone what to do, it hurts and it doesn't feel good. Like I love to share my lessons. And that's the difference that I think is going to be hopefully changing. Uh, and and I don't forget it tomorrow, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I'm, I started to do that and then I started to get into that desperation space and shift it again. But like, what's been most resonating to people both on dopamine and on Twitter and everywhere that I post is the fact that I'm sharing my personal lessons And they find a way to adapt to it because sharing my personal lessons is the most authentic for me, right? And for other people, that sense of building community and being caring and nurturing or sharing a story about their family or sharing a story about something they observe in other people or talking about the world at large feels more authentic to them. Right. So you have to find your version of that, which is why I do the Myers Briggs stuff, because that helps people find that. Uh, Again, like I spent much of my career feeling like I'm supposed to market a certain way, like I'm supposed to pander to an audience, I'm supposed to create content for them, but it just hasn't been working. It doesn't feel right to me. Like I have to make content that feels good to me. And that story, realizing that I'm not so unique, that I live in a vacuum, I'm, I'm not the only one experiencing these problems, that there are people who are going to empathize and relate and hear my story and want to be a part of it and connect to it. And, you know, I go back and forth with feeling like, am I even going on the right path? Is what I'm saying to myself and to others through this course, is this the right thing? And honestly, there are going to be people that feel and are able to utilize this as the right thing because you hear so much that it's about your audience, your audience, your audience. But what about you? Your product doesn't exist without you. Your ability to do things <laughs> to create content, to put stuff out there doesn't happen without you. So why would you not consider that you want to do what you want to do first, right? And if I feel like the internet is not feeling great for me, then I have to take that into account. Like, what is it about the internet that I'm not appreciating, right? Is it is it too much people energy compared to what it used to be? Um, am I not communicating in the ways that I want to naturally communicate? And um, I just find that I naturally attract people when I'm myself more and more. And that's, that goes against the grain. And it's always gone against the grain because I'm an INTP, which I've talked about on my Super Myers Briggs podcast. So anchor.fm slash super MBTI. And realizing that I'm really good at context, like in that moment, like there was an opportunity to bring up my Myers Briggs podcast. So I threw it in there, right? But if I came onto the show and I'm just like, look, I've got this course, go buy this thing, Uh, that's it, right? But you have to kind of, it's even about like when you're writing a landing page, right? You're not just writing like that. Hey, this is an amazing course. Go buy it. Right. You have to tell people like what's in it. You have to share like what is a bit of what goes into it. What's the passion behind it? What's the story. And, um, for me, I need to continue to include more story. I think that started to shift when I stopped doing dopamine every day because I was kind of living it every day, doing dopamine episodes. And I I was kind of forced to stay in that space, but without doing that practice every day, I've had to almost um, really find ways to embody it. And I think that's going to be the challenge for me is to continue to embody it as opposed to just, you know, take, you know, take a hit of something, you know, continue taking the, the, uh, the, the, the personal development pills and actually live it, have it stick or, you know, like build a habit, right. Instead of just, instead of just preaching to myself, I'm, I have to embody it and be it and stick to my guns and be consistent to the point where it's like something I'm not even thinking about anymore, that it makes a thousand percent sense that, I have to solely always be myself. And I think that's why I wanted to do this episode because through the course and through anything that I talk about on Twitter or on this podcast, like I don't want to get to a place where I'm telling you what to do. I can't tell people what to do. I can't tell you how to run your business. I can't tell you how to build a brand. I can't tell you how to develop your personality. I can give you ideas. I can give you hints. I can give you concepts. I can give you context. I can help you. Give you, you know, figure out um, little bits of information as to where you can go next. Like, even if we do work one on one, like, you still have to do the work. We talk about things and I can give you aha moments. We can talk about things. We can work through stuff. But at the end of the day, you still have to do the work. You have to live it. You have to embody it. You have to be it. And that's the same thing for me. I have to work at it. I have to embody it. I have to continue to be it. And that takes personal, like, nobody else is responsible for that. Nobody not my parents, not my girlfriend, not anybody else in my life. No one else's responsibility to grow is, is no one else. My response, my, my growth is not anyone else's responsibility. (laughs) That's basically what I'm trying to say. Right. So I, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Right. So, Um, I'm going to take this middle piece and it's going to go here on the brand blaster podcast and I'm going to put it on dopamine as well. So if you're listening on dopamine, this other podcast is called anchor.fm slash brand blaster, which is a marketing specific podcast. If anything, I feel like everything's going to converge again. I start, I feel like I'm doing this like contracting and converging thing where I'm like, okay, everything is dopamine and then I'm going to pull out again and try to separate other things. But I feel like if I can, find this well-rounded space where I can talk typology and bring marketing into dopamine. I think it's just going to all be the same thing again. Right. So I don't, I don't know. Truth is like, you know, this podcast episode is meant to express like, I don't know what I'm doing just as much as you don't know (laughs) what you're doing. And we're all trying to figure this out. And really the thing that I do is try to help. I try to help you figure it out too while I'm also figuring my stuff out. And I've learned a ton of lessons by doing it this way. And that's where my value lies, right? Being able to share those stories that I've been dealing with throughout my entire life. And whether it's been through mental illness, been through understanding my personality type, through relationship conflict, through... Business struggles, trying to pander or be like other people, uh, learning how to put content out there, and then failing, 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 failing. I've failed a million times when putting my stuff, my my own stuff out there. I still don't consider myself a success. I get freelance jobs every once in a while, but it's not consistent enough to be like anywhere near what I would would feel would satisfy this sense of success for me personally. And I think it's important to be honest about that. I'm not trying to sell you snake oil. I'm trying to sell you uh, what it is that I do, which is learn from my mistakes and package it in something that will um, hopefully help you realize where you're also potentially going wrong and can make those adjustments. So that's it. Um, I hope you guys are doing well take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on brand blaster or dopamine, depending on where you're listening to this. And, um, if you are, you know, hit me up on Twitter at let's go see note. That's the place where I spend the most time. I would love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear from anyone who's listening to this stuff. Like just send me a quick at, uh, especially uh, on the timeline would be really rad to just say like, Hey, I listened to the podcast. I loved it. I didn't love it. I have a question. I, I'm confused. I think you suck, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't care. Any kind of feedback is welcome. Just if you say that I suck, I might have to throw a jab back at you. That's all. So, but Hey, if that's fun for you, have a good time. Um, <laughs> or you can hit me up with a voice message here on anchor anchor.fm slash dopamine or anchor.fm slash brand blaster. And also my Myers-Briggs podcast is super MBTI. So anchor.fm slash super MBTI thinking of ways to try to merge all these things. I think it's going to eventually merge again. Um, but, uh, the super MBTI I one is doing well. So it's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard when things are going okay. Um, but, uh, this is a weird sentence. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to wrap up this episode. Uh, this is a long one, but, uh, I thought it was necessary. I needed to get out of my head. I appreciate you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, Again, if you want to sign up for the Brand Blaster course, bit.ly slash Brand Blaster and leave a rating or review on iTunes for whatever show you're listening to, that would be absolutely amazing to help spread the message and get it out there. So thank you so much. Take care of yourselves and I'll catch you next time on whatever this podcast is. (laughs) See ya.